0: Welcome to Radio 5G, where we sort fact from fiction, conspiracy from falsehood, reality from the unknown, and by doing so, we change the collective consciousness of humanity. A production of CosmicReality.com. Welcome to Radio 5G on March 30th, 2022. This is a pre-recorded presentation. In the first hour, we have two clips. The first one is from the SGT report, with the discussion ranging from the Havana Syndrome, 5G dangers, and the 5G interactions with the vaccines. The second clip is an interview with Dennis Prager, who founded Prager University. He presents a concept of what lies behind the seemingly irrationality playing out all around us. Mark Joseph will join me for the second hour to discuss these subjects and more. Thank you for being here. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank
1: you so very much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report here with another medical and 5G news roundup with Dr. Lee Vliet. Attorney Todd Callender, and we're hoping Lieutenant Colonel and Dr. Pete Chambers, who Dr. Vleet is treating for injuries that may be from an acoustic or EMF weapon. More on that in a minute. First, let me welcome my guests back. Dr. Vleet. how are you?
2: I'm very well. Thank you, Sean, for having us.
1: Well, thanks for coming back. You guys are regulars now. Our last conversation was on February 19th, and that interview did very well. Why? Because we share a lot of truth. Oh, here comes Pete Chambers. I will let him in. In the meantime, Todd, how are you doing, buddy? Yeah, wonderful. Happy Friday. Happy to be here. Well, Pete's timing here is perfect.
2: And Sean, while you're bringing in Dr. Chambers, let, let me just mention that I, I think that so much of what we're seeing has been, I think you've done a brilliant job by bringing together the medical and legal perspectives in one interview, because that helps your listeners better understand what is the legal framework that those of us physicians have been seeing on the front lines and dealing with all the legal and constitutional rights violations, and then... Todd Callender can talk specifically about what the human and civil rights are and how long has this legal framework been in the planning. So I hope all of your listeners are, are really enjoying the fact that you've been willing to integrate your interviews and bring all of this together in a way that not many other platforms are doing. Well, thanks for
1: that. And uh, I definitely want the audience to understand that Dr. Vleet and Todd have partnered to take legal action to rein in these powers that ought not be and the people that have hurt so many of us and our family members. And you guys can get behind that effort and support five bucks, 10 bucks, a 100 bucks at truthforhealth.org. They really need your help. It's a public charity, guys. It's the real deal and it's real action being taken by these two patriots who really have put their careers on the line for all of us. So please, truthforhealth.org. I will leave the link below. And Colonel, Lieutenant Colonel and Dr. Pete Chambers joins us. How are you? I'm doing fine. Can you hear me, sir? Yes, we can. Thank you so much for coming on. We just did our introduction, so your timing was perfect. And before we start about your issues and uh, the injuries that you're being treated for by Dr. Vleet, I just want to say uh, Biden gave a rousing and inspirational State of the Union speech that really moved millions of Americans to believe this man has our best interests at heart, and by the way, he wants ten billion to protect Ukraine's border while keeping our border wide open. Meanwhile, a new study from Pfizer finds that the mRNA COVID injection overwrites human DNA with new genetic code. Huh? We've been told by the mainstream horror media and the doctors in the pocket of the CDC and NIH that that's not the case. That's not true. Perhaps Dr. Vliet would like to comment. But I have another news item that must be shared before we move on. New Pfizer documents have been forced to be released by a federal judge. And here is what they knew these mRNA shots, these COVID vaccines would do to those who took them. This is Tim Truth. We're going to play about two minutes of this. And Dr. Vliet, please feel free to weigh in because half of these things, half of these injuries, I've never even heard
3: of. So Pfizer just published this document seemingly begrudgingly in response to a Freedom of Information Act request. And this was the one where the FDA stepped in and sought court approval to make us wait until 2096 for this data. Now, thankfully, a judge somewhere ordered the FDA to release the data today. And it's a very interesting set of documents. This is one document that I want to focus on here. It's called 5.3.6, Cumulative Analysis of Post-Authorization Adverse Event Reports for BNT162B2, which is the Pfizer vaccine. Through February 28th, 2021. Now, I don't trust any of the figures in here, but there's a very interesting section at the bottom where they list out a huge litany of adverse events of special interest in Appendix 1. It's a massive list. Pages and pages and pages. 1B36 deletion syndrome. 2 hydroxyglutaric aciduria. 5 single quote nucleotides increased. Acoustic neuritis. Acquired C1 inhibitor deficiency.
1: I'm going to pause it there. Let me jump ahead. Listen, this is ridiculous.
3: Ulcerative keratitis. Ultrasound liver abnormal.
1: 60 minutes of injuries being listed. These are the injuries they knew that this mRNA injection could cause. I have so much more to say, but I'll shut up now. Dr. Vliet, your thoughts?
2: I don't think there's any question, but what in my mind as a physician this was criminal intent to harm the public when they disclosed none of that in informed consent and, in fact, persecuted doctors who tried to give informed consent and tried to warn the public. The doctors who have not paid attention to these known risks that were being discussed prior to the vaccine rollout based upon what we knew on the technology And the fact that it crossed the blood-brain barrier, it was giving lipid nanoparticle delivery to the cells that's inflammatory and damaging, and it was delivering mRNA that had the potential to alter our DNA. That was known from the technology going back 20 years. This is unconscionable, and I will go back to what has been said by many of my colleagues. These are crimes against humanity, and they deserve to be held accountable to the fullest extent possible under the law with action lawsuits, not talking about them. And that's what Disabled Rights Advocates and Truth for Health Foundation are doing. We will announce shortly another suit against the DOD on specifically the points that are I'm seeing in my practice with vaccine-injured service members who are now still being coerced to get the boosters. It is unconscionable, and I will not be silent about it.
1: God bless you, Doc. You guys give me goosebumps because we're all in this mess together and we're all in the fight. And of course, brave men like Dr. and Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, you guys go under the wire first. So on the back of all of this evidence of a far reaching corporate big pharma, big media, FDA, CDC, NIH conspiratorial cover up. There is the question and concern surrounding 5G and EMF weapons. Now, Tom and Pete have much to say about this. Colonel Chambers was attacked by some type of EMF or acoustic weapon, and Dr. Vleet is treating and analyzing the injury. First, I should ask you, Pete, what exactly happened and how bad were your injuries?
4: I'm going to keep this real wavetop level right now because there will be you know, ongoing uh, investigation on this. And, I, and I'm currently in, in, in the process of doing that in my state. I'm in Texas National Guard. And have been on the border, our, our Texas-Mexico border, for the past year. And in that region, you know, along the Rio Grande, there's uh, roughly about 10,000 to 20,000 people a week that come across that river, uh, either a nefarious actor or a family unit seeking asylum or uh, some sort of transfer migration, as I call it. Uh, you know, so when we're when we're out there, my job, our jobs, is to keep the border safe and 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 uh, out of the hands of the control of the nefarious sectors and they will they will they will stop at nothing to stop us from doing our job and that being said i'm going to keep it there i'll let i'll let uh let todd take the lead on the specifics but you know as far as the injury goes th- there is some correlation between this it was recently released at the federal level that you know an open source uh, forum uh that uh, these these things do exist we talk about havana syndrome we talk about other things that do exist and now we're looking at it possibly being targeted against us and the, and it's uh unfortunately, We've got to prove ourselves that we were damaged in this case and not uh, not being taken care of, in my own personal opinion, not that of the DOD, the Special Forces, or uh, the Texas Military Department, but my opinion, Beat Chambers, doctor, uh, that we have to take this into our own hands.
1: Todd, I'm going to turn it over to you as far as uh, the injuries go and what you can say about Pete's case. But uh, I should let people know the man's a green beret is the real deal. And uh, I bet he's got a thing or two to say about the fact that Biden wants $10 billion to protect Ukraine's border while keeping ours wide open. But maybe we'll get to that later in the conversation.
5: Actually, I think that's a good place to start, John. It's really um, apropos, considering that you you may remember in the congressional hearings after Trump was elected into office, and wanted to increase the, the border, wanted to build it out, a physical one, in fact. And uh, the Democrats said, no, 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 we, we don't need that. We'll just put up an electric border. Well, that's really what we're talking about here. It, it's dawned on that's us right. that given the thousands, no, no, it's more like millions. It's got to be. EMF transmitters, when you take into account everybody's wireless, is now 5G equipped. Uh, and all the, the nodes everywhere. I mean, it really does have to be millions of these things, all of which are dual-use technology, all of which can be used either in a civilian application for our Herald or seemingly in a military application or as a weapon. It's no different than a butcher knife. You use it to cut up your carrots, and it's, it's a tool, but if you use it to stab somebody, it's a deadly weapon. And that's right where we're at with this. We're, we're coming to find, we don't know all of the, the details yet, but we're coming to find, that, that so serious are these attacks, so serious are they on our uh, military folks, in fact, uh, or government folks, that there's actually a brand new act. It's called the Havana Act, funny enough, named after what happened to our diplomats in Havana. There is an acoustic weapon of some kind or, or EMF. It, it's uh, radio frequencies one way or another, depending on what wavelength and, and power, we don't know entirely, but we're working on that. But what we do know is that it's injured enough people to get Congress's attention where they've actually created a victim's compensation fund. So this isn't speculation anymore, whether this exists. It does exist. Uh, identifying the exact source of this particular weapon, which one's doing it, it can, can be a challenge. But we're, we're working on that, but we, we know that we've got the, the injury, we know the person who did it, we've got a witness, we've got the weapon, uh, and now we have to find the actor. And My hope is that it's an actor and not a lot of actors. Given how many of these are around, given that Seemingly, there are very smart people all over this world, and we're talking about electronics to be handled remotely. It will be the challenge to actually figure that part out, but we will. Um, and, and I want people to take it seriously. I would also state this, and it's a challenge to you as well, to everybody. If you go to any one of these ENF transmitters, any one of these 5G cell phone towers, even the 4G ones have it, there's a placard on each and every one of those poles, and it says radiation danger or something along those lines. The challenge is find one, take a picture of one that doesn't have that because that placard has to exist according to OSHA laws. And if they don't have it, that's an attack that we can bring.
1: Well, let's unpack this because, you know, when Pete was sharing his story here at the beginning, my impression or assumption was that the attack took place from opposing forces on the other side of the border. That might be the case. And you guys tell me if you think that is the case, but if we consider just how devious the powers that ought not be are, when they tell us they don't need a physical border, because they want an electric one. Well, like 5G, that could be used as a weapon against our own forces to really keep the border open anyway. Is that what may have happened here? That's right. Yes, it's entirely possible. So do these weapons exist right now at the border?
5: The answer is yes. This is where the attack happened. We have the damages. Uh, We know the area. It's really now just a function of finding the, the actual weapon. Because there's
1: lots of them. Can you explain that? Are we talking about towers? Are we talking about drones? What are we talking about? Are we talking about LRAD? So, yeah, let's let's start there. That's the easy one, right? Everybody's seen
5: down in Australia the the crowd dispersal mechanism, whether it's the active denial system or LRAD. I think they're largely one and the same. The one they used on the people in Australia was operating at 96 gigahertz, and it cooked the people, right? So this is radiation. This is microwave radiation, and they literally cooked those people. Ended up with blisters and all kinds of injuries. So that one was obvious because we have a dish sitting out there, people got pictures of it. But what is to say that a a node from a 5G tower can't do the exact same thing? And and let me put this in front of you to think about that. In Wuhan, (laughs) uh, Halloween night, 2019, 10,000 5G transmitters turned on in Wuhan. Immediately thereafter begins this COVID pandemic. Well, within those weeks, you know, a short period of time after they turned those on, 21 million Chinese turned off their 5G subscriptions. They ditched their 5G phones. Why? Right? They, because what we're coming to find is that our devices are acting like targeting systems, right? We're swimming around in radiation all day, every day, whether it's in 5G or the sun or anywhere else, it doesn't really matter it's when those beams get focused and how do they get focused that we get injured. And what I'm trying to say to you is there are 5G towers on top of every single public school right now. That all happened while everybody was locked in their homes with COVID. Why are they there? Do we really need faster internet? If if for nothing else people can simply ditch their 5G device like the Chinese, like 21 million Chinese did.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean We do see some of these towers being taken down by vigilantes across the world, but there's so many of the towers that is really not a rational approach to the problem. Uh, Dr. Vliet, maybe you could tell us about Pete's injuries and uh, what you make of all of this.
2: I, I want to be careful about patient confidentiality. I didn't expect that connection to be discussed today, but let me give your listeners an analogy to clarify and amplify what Todd said. Remember that every Boy Scout and Girl Scout growing up was taught how to use a mirror to concentrate and focus the sunlight to start a fire. So I would just submit to you that the 5G towers, for example, can be used for faster Internet download and they can be used to focus the energy in a similar way. And we already know that militaries around the world, including our own, including the Chinese, have developed weapons using electromagnetic radiation, using sound, LRAD. And I spoke with one of my physician colleagues in Washington, not my physician colleague on this interview, who pointed out the white vans in the crowd dispersal when the National Guard were lined along the streets in Washington in 2020. And he pointed out and asked, Did I remember the white van with the antenna on top? And I said, Yes, I do. And he said that was ready to be used in the event of a violent outbreak and it was an EMF weapon. And he knew that for a fact because of his work. And he was involved at White House level security and issues related to such damage. So I think it's important to keep in mind that, yes, this does happen. And from my own training in radiation oncology at the beginning of my career as part of my medical internship, we clearly were taught the dangers of radiation exposure. Obviously, it can be therapeutic, but it can also be damaging. And we all had to wear radiation badges at the hospital. Every hospital department of radiology people the staff wear radiation badges so my point to your listeners is this is known it has been known for 60 years since radar was developed that there can be detrimental effects on human beings and there's a whole syndrome radiation sickness look it up mayo clinic online has a handout for patients on radiation sickness now it happens that many of the symptoms are similar to COVID nineteen and to hemorrhagic fever. So there is a linkage in common symptoms. But that is the kind of situation we're dealing with. Now, I think it should be Dr. Chambers, who talks about his symptoms, not me, because he will decide what he's comfortable disc- disclosing.
4: Yeah, and, and I have no problem discussing it. I, you know, I'm transparent. And if it's going to help another soldier or, or a civilian and experiencing these things, I think it. You know, we look at these as though sometimes they're sentinel events. We see something happen, we decide that something happened when you take care of it. What are the symptoms? So we want to tell people if, if something like this does happen. If your kid's at school and they come home and they say, I have this sudden headache. I have this loud ringing in my ears. I have uh, nausea, vomiting, you know, if it gets that bad. Um, these are things that, you know, brain fog is a, is a term we use, but if you can imagine looking through like a cloud, under, if you've been underwater for a while in a pool and you come out, it's kind of cloudy. That's brain fog to me. That's that's what I've I've experienced, and there are different levels based upon the the uh, amounts of EMF or magnetic electromagnetic frequencies that I, that I've been exposed to. And uh, you know, going and knowing the specifics of that, you know, it, it's gotten on a level of ten over ten at times, and then you know, back down to five to where now I'm out here in the country in Texas, and I don't feel anything, and I'm not around those kind of towers, uh, so pretty feel pretty good. But there is some side effects, and then there are some signs and some diagnostics that we've performed. And one, I'll just give one, is my MRI, which shows what we call demyelination. So, you think about the myelin sheath over your over your uh, circuitry in your brain. let will speak real real plain here. Uh, it's like taking the wires off of your, your plug going in the wall and then allowing two wires to touch, you know, and then you short-circuit something. So, those those send impulses around the brain that should confuse the brain and it, and it can really throw you out of whack. And depending on where in the brain, it could be anything from brain fog to encephalopathy or, or a, we call it Wernicke's word salad. I've seen a soldier that that happened to in a different location uh, where they just didn't know what they were saying. They, they thought they were saying something, but it comes out as a salad in Wernicke's area of the brain. So it depends on where the damage took place, what side the the, the force came from. Uh, that, that's the things that we look for. But those are the those are the basic symptoms. And then uh, times and places we're, we're going to keep close hold right now just because of the investigation.
2: And Sean, to, to um, amplify what Dr. Chambers just said, I, I want to say unequivocally, there's no question in my mind when someone is physically fit, as a Green Beret soldier clearly is, and suddenly there is acute onset in the environment with known exposure, and the acute event includes rapid onset neurologic symptoms, confusion, nausea, vomiting, splitting headache, there's no question in my mind medically that if those did not exist prior to that, and they did exist in that moment of the exposure, and they resolved with distance from that exposure, which is the way radiation acts, then there's a causal connection. And so I'm, I move this out of the realm of speculation and say, this, this happens, it is known, it is published in the medical literature. And there, there is a hugely critical connection. And I think that's relevant for parents. When your children are sitting in a school building that has these massive antenna arrays, now suddenly on the roof, and they're sitting there all day, Listen to what your children say, as Dr. Chambers said, and you need to start looking around the schools as parents and say, what's going on here? And why do we need all of these massive antennas in the school building? We have a photograph on our website, truthforhealth.org, with the radio program that I did making all of these connections. And that graphic was taken right here in Tucson with this massive array Right next to the bleachers where people gather for sporting events, right next to the parking area, and right next to where parents are dispersing their children. And if you look at the mesquite tree in the photo, half of it closest to the antenna is fried. That is dead. The other half is totally green. Eight months later, the entire tree was dead. So think about the implications if the hardy heavy bark of a mesquite tree cannot withstand the 5G transmission from this antenna array, what is happening to the children sitting in that school or on the bleachers every day?
1: Yep. And as we covered in our last interview, Tom Wheeler, the former chairman of the FCC, was absolutely foaming at the mouth to fast track 5G approval To hell with the studies. It's just too damned important, he said. Literally, his words. It's just too damned important.
6: Tens of billions of dollars in economic activity. And that's
1: damn important. Because it means that U.S. companies will be the first out of the gate. And that is why 5G is a national priority. And stay out of the way. technological development. Unlike some countries, we do not believe that we should spend the next couple of years studying what 5G should be or how it should operate. The future has a way of inventing itself. Turning innovators loose is far preferable to expecting committees and
4: regulators
6: to define the future. We won't wait for the
1: standards. Todd, the point is there were no safety studies done by any of the, let's say, stakeholders in 5G. Industry has done no safety studies, and yet most of the American people believe 5G is safe, just like the vaccine, safe and effective.
5: And, and yet the Europeans have. I think it was the Swedish that actually led the way to figure out what was safe in terms of emissions. Um, we have nothing. We. You could be sitting out there in in a field surrounded by 5G. You wouldn't even know what frequency they're transmitting at. What we do know is that different frequencies affect your body differently. Um, We saw, for example, what the 96 gigahertz frequency did to the poor Australians that were peacefully sitting there. They weren't doing anything at all. Um, And and yet, if you look at your Wi-Fi, it'll say that it's it's, uh, sending and receiving up to 2.4 gigahertz. That's in the 5G range. And, and by the way, the, the millimeter wave, you know, as it goes down, penetrates deeper into the body. So we don't even know what the effects are unless you're running around with a meter to understand what it is you're getting exposed with. There is nothing. There's literally nothing out there for us to understand what the real danger is other than a mesquite tree that, that goes dead over eight months. Uh, it's absurd. How is it that we don't have these? And I think I sent you some time ago. We actually did a, a legal study on this. How is it possible? Uh, for us to stop five G, and we effectively found that we couldn't uh, through a legal process because we would found that even city councils were sanctioned with criminal charges for voting against five G. The deck is stacked, and the question is,
1: why are they doing it? Just to answer your rhetorical question, is it's part of a eugenics plan? And do we want to try to tie two of the most nefarious things that I've ever seen in my lifetime together? That's the mRNA vaccine, quote unquote vaccine, and five G. Do we want to make any attempt here to tie together these two nefarious plans, or is that just too woo-woo, to try to tie together 5G no. and the
6: shots? No, no, no.
5: No, no, no. You actually, uh, the good Dr. Vliet, already did. And in fact, in a, in a prior interview, I think we touched on the fact that we have scientific papers that show when people are subjected to the 18 gigahertz signal, the lipid nanoparticles release the payloads that they're carrying. This is our concern. And in fact, you know, very early in this interview, you made reference to the, the post-market study from Pfizer. Did you happen to notice that the, what the number one serious adverse event was? Yeah. Are we it's talking re- about it? It's removing the, your chromosomes. Yes, the, yeah, the 1P36 gene deletion. It happens to turn, you know, people's brains to mush amongst other things, makes them bite, all of those kinds of symptoms we're talking about. So they are, they're inextricably intertwined.
2: Well, it makes, in per- makes a perfect killing machine. Todd's right, but look at it this way. If you separate them, the five classes of adverse reactions, and I've enumerated this, but I'll just in my in-depth interview, but let, let me just quickly list them. Blood cell changes, immune system disruption, oxidative stress, cellular changes in calcium, cardiac effects, and neurologic effects. That. Those classes of injury documented with radiation exposure, electromagnetic frequency, various ranges, various injuries, over 60 years, that's an independent effect. Then you have the independent inflammatory blood clotting, blood changes, all of these same six classes of injury with the COVID shots because the technology drives the mRNA and the lipid nanoparticles across the blood-brain barrier and causes brain inflammation, nervous system inflammation. That's one another independent. And then you add the COVID illness, which also, and whatever is causing all of the aspects of that, it is the COVID-19 illness syndrome. So that syndrome has the same six classes of damage. And those are each independent. Well, what happens If you have independent causes of fire in the body, which is the way we describe it in terms of inflammation, is like setting fires in the systems of your body. So if you have independent causes of fire, what happens if you combine them? Well, the same thing that happens when you send multiple gas lines feeding a fire to make it burn hotter. That's what it's doing to the body when all of these combine in the same person. So even if you simply look at the independent actions of each of these injuries to the body and you look at how they combine synergistically, you have massive damage to human beings and other living organisms. Animals are not immune either. So I think it's critically important that your listeners understand this is known medical science that goes back Many years on the radiation front and is well spelled out on the vaccine front for 20 years and is also well documented with what spike protein damage was known from SARS CoV 1 20 years ago. So, this is not new information. The fact that they are all coming together now was by design and it has devastating effects.
1: Colonel Chambers, are there any other white hats? I consider you a white hat on the border trying to shore up our borders. You know, we, we talk a lot about white hats in the 17th letter of the alphabet. And let me tell you something. There are white hats that still exist. There are people that still care about this country. And uh, I think it might go all the way up to President Trump, by the way. But uh, we have, in my view, not your words, my words, an imposter in chief sitting in the White House and the borders wide open. Are there any other white hats like you who have been injured?
4: God bless you for asking me that question. And, and here's the deal. We do. And on the border, we have people that are resigning their commissions. We have some that still believe they need to stay in uniform to help the ones that are still out there. And I was one of those. I took the shots because I believed I needed to be on the border because we had a crisis situation. I didn't know anything about it in January. We didn't have any fears. I had a bad discernment about it, but I had to go to work, so I did it. Um, I'm going to share something with you on the screen if I can. Uh, it's to say, but OK, I'm going to tell you about something. On 1 February 2022, this year, you can the share
1: Director can- of now. Nalo- you can share it. I enabled
4: okay. it. Okay. The director of national intelligence released a document. It's redacted, but it's released and it's unclassified. All right. Stand by. Fire no. Ready. Shot out. Here we go. Declassified. Director of national intelligence Haynes, one February 2022. Executive summary. This is on anomalous health incidents. This is declassified. This is open source. You can find this. I'll give you the link. That's what it is. It's right there. DNI, gov files, ODNI right up at the top. What this is saying is, is that Havana syndrome does exist. That hits, they're calling these hits. Of course, the government comes out with all kinds of crazy, uh, uh, we're going to call this EMF hits combined with probably with with the shots myself, in my own personal opinion. But somebody inside of the government is a white hat because they declassified this thing. This thing could have stayed classified for the next 20 years. Somebody wants this out for us to use. You have to understand this. There are still p- good people inside. I meet them all the time, feds, whatever. Then I meet people that are just downright scared, and that's to include some of my generals. And I could say that right now because I've got 60 days till I get out. So, you know, when I have to go head-to-head with a two-star, I'm just a lowly lieutenant colonel. But when I have to go head-to-head and tell a, stu- a two-star that I refuse to follow their orders because they're, they're unlawful orders, that's a bad day. I've been chewed out before. I don't mind it. But I will stand in the way of, of wrong for my soldiers. I've done it from taking a bullet for my soldiers. I'm definitely going to do it for my career if it's in danger. But there you go. That's, that answers your question right there. There are White Hats, and they are there. Thank so I can this link, and you can put it up and, and, and share with it as you will because it's open source.
1: That gives me goosebumps, all right, because this is a battle for the soul of our nation, and it's a battle for our families, our kids, our progeny, our future. It's the battle for the republic. It's the battle for humanity because the forces aligned against humanity have a monopoly. They own all the biggest corporations. They own big media. They own big pharma. They own all of it, and they seem unrelenting in this attack on humanity. Now, they're going to back off a little bit and say, okay, no more mask mandates. But still, and this was my question for you, Dr. Vleet, Dr. Eileen Crespo, Those spots are still airing. They're spots produced by the Minnesota Department of Health, and they air every single day. They're throwing millions of dollars at this campaign. Dr. Eileen Crespo telling concerned parents that the vaccine is safe and effective. She's vaccinated her own kids and she recommends don't delay. So maybe I'll play one of those spots here.
6: Doctor, one of the things that I'm struggling with is uh, with my spouse, so he's not ready to have our kids vaccinated yet. I definitely would recommend not waiting. Um, we think it's really important to get people vaccinated now. We wouldn't be recommending these vaccinations if we weren't uh, strongly convinced with the scientific evidence that is available, that they are safe and they are effective for children. All of my patients are like my own children. My own children have all been vaccinated, and I recommend that all my patients be vaccinated as well.
1: But those spots continue to air in the state in which I live, despite all of the documents that we now know are coming out of Pfizer.
2: I wouldn't give them any more air time. That is unconscionable to vaccinate children with these experimental shots when children do not have risk of dying of COVID unless they have diabetes, obesity, or lung disease. Children recover quickly. And to give them this experimental shot that damages the brain, damages the reproductive organs, and sets that child up for problems the rest of their life. I think is so unconscionable. I cannot even wrap my mind around any physician or public health official who would be making such clearly false statements that jeopardize the lives of young children. It is beyond my comprehension that they can even do that and sleep at night. You
1: know what we should do? Food for thought. Dr. Vliet, Todd, me, boy, Pete, if you'd like to join us, it could be a lot of fun. We should do a Zoom call in which I call the Minnesota Department of Health, and we ask them why they're still airing these spots. And we provide whoever will take our call with the quantifiable information, information that these mRNA experimental injections are not only harming people, they're killing people. And not only that, children are 99.987% basically immune to any COVID boogeyman virus. Uh, Evidently, they don't know that.
2: Well, Sean, I wouldn't waste time with the Department of Health public officials who've been clearly co-opted. I would reach out to the parents groups and let's educate the parents. If I may share a screen, I will, you may have to edit out part of my getting there, but I will share a, a graph that shows what I'm talking about with regard to the ovarian and testicular damage, which is devastating for children. So Sean, This is a study published by Chinese researchers in 2018. And just to make it simple for your your listeners, they very nicely made blue the color of male injury to the testes in males. And they made pink the color of damage to the ovaries in girls. And these were animal studies, but males and females. And if you look at this picture published in 2018 based on work that was being done in the years leading up to publication, because people need to understand it may take a year or year and a half before a a journal article, the research is done and prepared for publication and then accepted. And we knew this 12 years ago in pharmaceutical research that the lipid nanoparticles damaged the ovaries and testes in every species studied. That was 12 years ago. This was published in 2018 by the Chinese who now have a nice graphic to show how males and females of the species under study were damaged in every aspect of ovarian and testicular function. So that's the objective scientific data that's been known for many years. So to proceed with these experimental shots and to proceed with telling parents to vaccinate their children is devastating to their children's testicular development, brain development, ovarian development, and future fertility, as well as their overall health. Because these these hormones from the testicles in men and ovaries in women affect every organ system in your body, not just fertility.
1: So let me share this. I know people are getting sick and tired of me mentioning Dr. Eileen Crespo, but literally in one of these spots, this woman asks Dr. Eileen Crespo about potential reproductive harm or issues associated with the shot. And Crespo says... Well, we know from the trials. We know from the studies.
6: Um, this is something I know is very important to really all families uh, to be sure that you're not doing something today that can affect your child's future. Uh, and what we know is that the scientific studies that were done uh, while they were while they were studying the vaccine, some of those women actually ended up getting pregnant during the trials. So we know
3: that the vaccine did not have any effect on their fertility.
1: So, therefore, we know there are no reproductive issues. Have you ever heard of anything more? empty and devoid of intelligence in your life than that response given what you now have shared well it is
2: it is devoid of intelligence because a short-term study of a few months so somebody gets pregnant that means that that the study didn't go long enough to see the damage we've just talked about and these are long-term effects when you damage the oocytes in women's ovaries Women are born with all the oocytes they will ever have in their lifetime. Men make new sperm every day if their testicles function, which the lipid nanoparticles prevent optimal function. But the ovaries are permanently damaged. Once the oocytes are gone, women don't make any more. So their fertility is affected, but that won't come to light until years down the road. When they do studies in children, If the children aren't at reproductive age, you're not going to see the reproductive damage until they reach puberty. It's a no-brainer to think about the common sense aspect of that. And for someone with supposedly an advanced degree to fail to acknowledge that is utter stupidity or they're corrupt.
1: Well... Not to defend Eileen Crespo in any way, shape, or form, I'm a huge critic of her, and I really think she needs to repent, but these are spots that are essentially driven by CDC talking points. They always tell, the CDC has a website where they tell physicians to essentially role play and practice so that you can have these specific conversations with your patients when these kinds of questions come up, and that's exactly what these spots are. They're CDC talking points. Well,
2: then you go to my other point and the point Todd has made. These are crimes against humanity. They're planned and they are deliberately putting out false information and then persecuting those physicians like Dr. Chambers and myself and many others who are presenting the truth based upon what the scientific studies have shown for at least the last 20 years.
1: Well, we can keep going here, guys, but I think this has been a very impactful, important discussion and we've covered a lot of topics. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel, Dr. Pete Chambers, I see your white hat right there. You are literally a white hat. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything else about your particular case you want to share? Or anything about the imposter-in-chief? I don't know. My word's not yours.
4: Okay. I'm going to give you. I'm gonna, just going to give you a little motivation here. And, and this is true from my heart. On uh, June 6, 1944, in Omaha Beach, Colonel George Taylor taking the 1st ID, 1st Infantry Division on the beach. And they were covered. I mean, they were covered by machine gun fire that got indirect. They got to get through this beachhead. And he looks around and he says, gentlemen, there are two kinds of soldiers on this beach, the dead and those who will die. Let's go. That's where we're at right now. That is exactly where we're at. Time. And that's that's
2: all I want to say about that. I like Forrest Gump. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) So we either take a stand and defend life and freedom or we won't be around to do so. Amen. Todd, any
1: last words to rally the troops and uh, give people some direction? How can people take action?
5: Well, first and foremost, get over the notion that you need a lawyer, right? There's only so many of us. There are thousands of people that can stand up. There are millions of people that can stand up and assert your own rights. It's as easy as that. Start with no. Get rid of the 5G. That's a no. Am I going to put my kid in school exposed to 5G? No. Are you going to take the shot? No. You don't need a lawyer for that. Just assert your own
2: rights and stand up. And file a criminal complaint. Todd's firm has yes. designed a model criminal complaint. It's on our website on a scrolling banner. You can't miss it. Click on the scrolling banner, file a criminal complaint, and take action in your local community. Truth for health. Go to the legal options on our website and take the stands that Todd just talked about. You do not have to submit to an experimental treatment. You do not have to submit to being a guinea pig to the 5G experiment to get a faster video loading. Think about your life. Your life and your health is worth more than that.
1: I had a conversation yesterday with uh, Jeff from Keep Colorado Free and Open, and uh, we're going to follow up with Jeff and Julie, Colorado Mama Bears and uh, Todd maybe on a future call. But uh, Jeff shared this with me in an email, and I think it uh, succinctly summarizes what we just heard there from uh, Lieutenant Colonel and Dr. Pete Chambers. Esther, Chapter 4, Verse 14. Who knows if perhaps you were made for just such a time as this? We're going to have to storm the beach together, friends. Amen. Yeah, Guys, I can't thank you enough for your time. I want to thank each and every one of you individually. First, Dr. Lee Vliet, thank you.
2: Thank you, T- Sean.
1: Todd, the attorney, one of the good attorneys I know. I know two, Tom Renz and Todd Callender. Thank you, sir.
0: And now we have a clip from Dennis
7: Prager. himself, that they they're redefining reality, in a sense.
8: Yes, of course, because for them, science doesn't matter. Science and reality are presumably synonymous, but it's irrelevant to them. If you want to believe that men give birth, you then declare it, and anyone who doesn't is a hater and anti-science.
7: Tell me about what's leading to this. You mentioned it's kind of this weird search for meaning, was a chaos a the,
8: the post-Judeo-Christian world is chaos.
7: You said the post-Judeo-Christian world is in chaos, so you think it's that secularism has taken over, in other words. So in completely, p- sense, of say. course.
8: So much so that there isn't even any knowledge of the, of the biblical world, which is the Judeo-Christian world. Yale's insignia is in Hebrew. Do you think the average Yale student knows that,
0: let alone <laughs> where not. it's
8: from? It's from Leviticus. And what's interesting is so is the inscription on the uh, Liberty Bell. It's also from Leviticus. I'm mentioning that because Leviticus is an obscure book of the Bible. Most people can't spell it, let alone know what's in it. And yet, the founders of Yale cited it, and the founders of the country cited it. This country was founded on the basis of people rooted in the Bible. Lincoln didn't go to church, but he had a Bible on his nightstand. That's why I'm devoting much of my life to my Bible commentary, Hmm. The third volume is coming out later this year, Deuteronomy. It's on the first five books. Genesis and Exodus are out. It, it's my life work because the, there is more wisdom in any one of those books than, than in Harvard. Yeah. And people need to know it.
7: So, you know, I think you're hitting on something really interesting here. That when this knowledge is lost, the very idea of how to interpret what things are in this country is lost, if that is the foundation of it. Is this what you're suggesting? Well,
8: yes, I'll give you an example. We're told that you, you dismiss the founders because they had slaves. So, the, the, uh, again, the book of Genesis in this case, as I point out in my Genesis commentary, explains how to look at people in the past. There's a verse that speaks about Noah, who it says God saved from the flood. Noah was a righteous man in, in his generations. That's what it says. Why does it add in his generations? Why doesn't it just say Noah was a righteous man? Because you judge men in their generations.
7: Explain this.
8: Yes, everybody had slaves in in the world. Slavery was was universal. Every society, every culture in Africa, in Asia, in in Latin America, in America. So you don't judge people on whether they had slaves. You judge people on whether they created a system that would get rid of slavery, and they did. None of them defended slavery. They lived against their own values, which is called inconsistency, a very common human problem. Most people who commit adultery don't think it's right. The, the problem is with people who think it's right. The problem is not with people sinning. It's with the people who deny that something is a sin.
7: And this is kind of where the country's at now. But oh, they're, well, they're, they're, right. they're, they're sinning technically, as you've been explaining well, it. But... But right. they're not only denying it, but they're trying to redefine what sin is right. in order to. Yes, justify and they do it.
8: redefine sin. Sin is saying that men do not give birth. That is a sin. That is a mortal sin to use Catholic theology.
7: And so they're redefining morality. Morality is it's completely uh, inverted, re- everything in is sense. redefined. Everything yeah. is
8: redefined. We have entered chaos.
7: So, how do we find a way
8: out of chaos? Through education. That's why we have you and we have Prager U and other places. And we're very effective, but they're trying, obviously, to suppress us, because there's no example in history of the left not suppressing dissent. There's not one example.
7: So this is interesting. So we're talking about kind of the state of the union. You said it's this hundred years of radical secularism, secularism, which has created a state of chaos. Essentially, we're seeing the culmination of this 100 years. If it's the culmination, I guess the question is, well, what comes next? You know, what is the cultural shift? Because I I see two sides of it. When I see things getting worse... But I also see a lot of people waking up. You're right.
8: And that's why I never make predictions. But if they win, you will have totalitarianism because people cannot live in chaos. So they will seek strong rulers to tell them what to do. And the proof is that they sought it during COVID. Wear a mask, even though it's it's irrelevant. Don't send your kids to school for two years, even though it will uh, truly uh, hurt them educationally and they won't play with other kids. But it doesn't matter. Just listen to our irrational rules. Sweden sent all their kids to school for two years. Not one kid died. But it was irrelevant to Americans who, like sheep, ruined their child's lives. That is how bad totalitarianism is. People will sacrifice their children to the state. Child sacrifice did not end uh, in, in, in ancient Canaan.
7: That's a strong statement. It is a very strong statement. Children were sacrificed
8: on the altar of safety. That That is Moloch. The god Moloch is described in the Bible as the god of the Canaanites to whom children were sacrificed. We have sacrificed children, their health, their well-being, their education, their mental health, we have the highest suicide rate among kids in American history, the highest depression rate, and the worst uh, educational rate. All thanks to idiotic, irrational obedience to idiotic, irrational authority. The state says, is to half this country what the Lord says is to a religious Jew or Christian.
7: And, and you made an interesting interesting point, too, that in doing this, people have really defied basic logic and even science. Correct. And so they put the, they That's put the right. state above this even That's when they right. even when they know state the science. State uber alles. That's right. CDC uber alice. Above all. <laughs> yeah. And and we can see it. And we can we see can it. We can see it. But you know do you, do you think it starts to tear down those walls when people start seeing the state was wrong? Do you think it changes any any minds? Some,
8: to 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 some it is. I agree with that. I'm not hopeless. But I'm I'm also not confident that it'll work. I I, I, you there is no way I don't I never have predicted the future. I've always done what the prophets of the Old Testament do. They say if you do X, Y will happen. But they never said Y will happen no matter what. If you continue in this way, uh with your left wing uh nihilism, then there is no hope for the country. But it's a big if.
7: It is a big if.
8: And the way out of it is don't send your kid to college and probably homeschool your kid no matter what.
7: (laughs) I have a 12-year-old daughter. She's not going to college. If I can help it, I'll tell you that.
8: damn right. And the less less the system changes. We don't hire people at PragerU based on what college or any college they went to. We have Harvard graduates and high school graduates. And the Harvard meant nothing, and the non-college meant nothing. If you're terrific, you're terrific.
7: I guess just kind of wrapping this up, I want to talk about this idea that you're kind of getting at here, this lack of meaning in society and what happens when a society loses its sense of meaning, the kind of uh, chaos that, that we see coming out well, of this.
8: As I said, nobody does lose a sense of meaning. They they supplant it with a new source of meaning.
7: Do you think COVID was so that it, sense it, of meaning then? No, I, th-
8: it, I think that yeah. leftism, saving the planet, because of computer models of human life being destroyed, that's a secular meaning. That's a perfect example. As I said, what could be more meaningful than saving humanity? That's why they worship a 15-year-old girl from Sweden who has nothing of insignificance to say. But uh, they have nothing significant to say if they're 80, not not just if they're 17. So why not? Why not... Uh, use her as as some saintly figure.
7: Now, uh, this last question here, we're talking about kind of the, the direction the country is heading, and now I think, how do you reestablish a sense of meaning for people? Because, you know, the, the left, you said, really has done this. The left has given people a new sense of meaning. We saw it under uh, climate change. We see it under COVID. And really, the government is dictating this new well, sense again, of meaning. Well, again,
8: you're saving life. What could be better than that?
7: So how, how can conservatives create a sense of meaning on, uh, on the other the, side of this?
8: The, uh, well, we have a profound sense of meaning. We think that liberty is meaningful. We think, uh, my my meaning, my, I have religious meaning as a religious Jew, and I have meaning as an American. Liberty, e pluribus unum, and God we trust. That's what I call the American trinity. It's on every coin. I didn't make it up. That is very meaning-giving. A society based on liberty, and God we trust, and e pluribus unum, from many one, that's the best avenue to a good society ever made. And I think building a good and free society is damn meaningful.
7: Yeah. Just last question here. You know, looking at the trajectory of things, I think a lot of people are looking at the state of the country right now and they're saying, what can I do? I'm just going to sit back well, and watch okay, it. Okay. You know, fine.
8: What? You can sit back and watch it. Okay. You, you, you're, you're free to do that. That's correct. Yes. I don't want on my tombstone. He did nothing. He watched. I, 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 the, that's, that's, a, that's hell to me. That on my tombstone is he watched.
7: Yeah. And I could agree. So, yeah, what, what do you, what do you say people should do? A lot of people sit at home. Get day. out of the
8: closet. Post something on your Facebook page or on Twitter. If your third cousin or your first cousin, uh, breaks relations with you, it's not worth it. Your cousin wasn't worth it. I'm sorry it happened, but if, if they won't talk to you because, uh, because you think masks are a farce, which they are. And all they do is, is prevent people from interacting with people normally. Then it's it's not the not the cousin you would have chosen.
7: Yeah, ret- return return to fearlessness. There we go. Right. Uh,
8: Fear is more powerful than hate and love.
7: Hey, Dennis Prager, thanks for being on Crossroads. Bye.
0: and welcome to the second hour of Radio Five G. It is the thirtieth of March, twenty twenty-two. This is a pre-recording, and hopefully, you listened to the first hour and um i'm just going to introduce mark you guys know mark mark joseph he's here with me and uh mark was the one that sent me he sent me a a, a cup. well a couple few actually um there's so there's so much out there to be able to look at that it <laughs> it takes me more time to do a recording than it does a regular show all considered because you have to keep looking and looking to find a, a, a quality audio sound and a message, and there was another suggestion he made concerning uh, messaging, and I do want him to kind of like give us some information on that. But um, thank you for the for for uh, <clears throat> introducing me to these people who. The reason that I chose that was the audio was better than what I was hearing on others, but also the messaging regarding the children. You know, when I first started out, it was a situation where I was in the military. I found out something about, let's say, an insider's insider's inside information regarding technology. And I understood that, this was back in 76, <clears throat> 1976, I think it was. And I understood the implications of what we were confronting in the future, in some future point in time, because I had been an electronic warfare officer where Electricity and signals and all of this becomes very pertinent to the modern battlefield. And this was when it was just starting out. The name, you know, electronic warfare was new. Electronic battlefield, new, new. But I could appreciate the depth of what we were getting into because I had already been semi-introduced to the concept of psychic healings, energy healing of um, the ability to to do long-range telepathy was what I call it. Now they call it remote viewing. That there was a psychic aspect of it that it wasn't just the electromagnetic energy, there's other energies involved in life. And over that transpiring time, and I was to learn that it had been going on for a very long time. That everybody had, had psychic programs going on, everyone. The Russians, the probably not the Chinese at that time, but the British and the French. And, and you know, everybody was looking at what is this other energy that we might be able to harness for intelligence gathering or more. And over the years, I have watched the technology grow and its ability to understand how to manipulate life, humans, control of their brains comes from their deeper understanding of what it is to be human and what it is to be a conscious being. So I've watched this for since 76, you know, half a half a century. Growing and growing and growing and growing. And so when I got to the point of understanding the concepts of 5G, it was like I'd been fighting it for half a century. And I was burnt out. But we had Shungite. And I can't overestimate the power of Shungite to get you personally and us as a humanity through what we're, we're, we're finding ourselves in now. I saw it coming. I was told it was coming. That this was their ultimate plan. And they, they've done it. But they've made a mistake. And that mistake is they underestimated human potentiality they're forcing us to go into levels of remembering who we are as spiritual beings which then unlocks the potential of human beings to do magical things i mean you christians out there jesus told you what i'm i can do you're going to do and do more in the future this is not woo woo It's hidden science. And as I got going down the path, I began to call what we were doing not metaphysics, but enterology, the study of energy. Like biology is a study of biology. It's a study of energy, enterology. Because we were combining the concepts in metaphysics with the knowledge gained at the quantum field, the quantum scientists. And so we as a species are much more powerful in power being your control over reality, because that's who we are. We're spiritual beings in human bodies. And once the spiritual and the human, the spiritual begins to to feed the knowledge that the human being needs to be able to reach levels of miraculous events by the you know the old reality but just simple science by the new reality spiritual science and spirituality engages you in the concepts of energy so even though we've got these electromagnetic energies out there that are able to kill everything on the planet that's just a fact and our being used to kill a lot of people on the planet and inadvertently because they don't really care the small animals the microorganisms in the soil the bugs the uh lower portion of the pyramid of life so we are in a crisis that goes beyond humanity it actually goes into the concept of the sixth extinction event which i talk about in my book shungite reality And you can get that at metaphysical, excuse me, mysticalwares.com. But you can also get a lot of other shungite products, mysticalwares.com, and other energy devices. Because we have to be able to use the gifts that we've been given and given fairly recently, such, such as shungite, and knowledge. That was given to us early in the game. Uh, Royal Raymond Rife. He he was able to cure cancers by subjecting them to electromagnetic energies that would essentially break up a cancer cell, just like a glass breaks under uh, the frequency of of a C you note. Know. It just it's it resonates until it just dis- it's destroyed. Same thing with the cancer. This was proven, but They came along and they said, hey, listen, you know, this you can't tell anybody about this, because if you can kill a cancer cell, you can kill a brain cell. And we think this is a weapon. So no more, no more. Won't talk about that anymore. And they went into a campaign of censoring, trying to get everything that Raymond Rife had ever done. And then when Wilhelm Reich came along, now Raymond was in the 30s. Wilhelm Reich comes along in the 50s. And he's working with another kind of concept of energy, with torsion fields and and uh, organ energy and how it could heal and, you know, having marvelous effects and just amazing stuff. Well, he said, I don't care if you're going to make it into a weapon. I'm making it into a healing modality, and I'm not going to stop. And they put him in jail, and a year later, he was dead. They tried to censor everything that he had done, but they didn't get it all. And there's people today that have access to this technology and the knowledge that goes behind it. So regardless of how bad it sounds, when you hear the authorities, the, 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 the people, I'm calling the authorities, the people that really do know what they're talking about, and when you hear what they're saying to you about the dangers of the Havana syndrome, about what's happening in the school systems, all of this combined okay are not problems that can't aren't already solvable so we 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 have to look at the dark side of it the matrix reality we have to see what it is they're doing but we can't engage in it it's a story it's a story that's coming to an end we've got a new story going it's a new reality where healing is done at the energy level versus energy used as weapon systems and control mechanisms. So don't, you know, get discouraged or feel like, how can you win? Because I was there. But then I found Shungite and I saw what it could do for people. It can do so many things that will just allow you to be your authentic self. And that's what they're trying to keep you from being is your authentic self. Now, as regarding the the first tape, I really want you to start focusing again on the children because when we first started out with Shungite, we basically were just, I was making pendants and we were giving it to everybody that would take a pendant from us and then give us feedback on, on, you know, what was happening with them. And that it comes down to the kids. Um, this this one little girl had a friend, and he, she said, can I take one to Dylan? And so, yeah, yeah, give Dylan a, a, a pendant. Well, so she gives it to D- Dylan, and they had computer work that day. And when he got in the car with his mom, she said, how, would you, how was your day? And he said, oh, mom, it was like I was a superhero. And she said, what do you mean? He said, well, look at this. This pendant thing, this necklace—I think he called it—that he says he says, you know, I got it and and I put it on and I felt like a superhero because we had to work on the computers and I didn't I didn't get the headaches I didn't feel awful I didn't feel the the awfulness of the computers I I just was I just was my own little boy we did say little boy I was all myself you know it was like different and. That woke us all up to the sensitivity of children and the fact that, yeah, they're in the worst situation they can be. And the fact that the child not having the programming of, oh, this is woo-woo, he just knew what was happening. So the children can teach us so much. And one of the problems that was also exhibited by that episode was that moms and dads don't really talk to their children. They should have known that every time this kid went on a computer, he had a headache. But they never asked, he never said. Until it wasn't there, it wasn't a problem anymore. And then he said, oh, by the way, you know. (laughs) But the damage that can be done to the children is just awful. We've got to, well, Prager, you know, I think it was Prager said, you know, that we're sacrificing children. And really, that's where it's at. The people who are in the fight realize it's a spiritual battle. Uh, Most of them don't know what I know about the simple things that can be done to stop all this craziness and just shift the realities around. Because they don't know about the scalar devices, the torsion fields, the shungite field. They don't know about this yet. They will. That's the future. Where we heal by energy. Where, Well, this is an interesting fact. If you're in China and you're paying a doctor, you're paying a doctor to keep you healthy. If you get sick, the doctor doesn't get paid. Now, doesn't that make sense? Boy, they've got an incentive to keep you healthy. Here, the only time the doctors get paid is when you're sick. If you're healthy, you don't go to them. So if you look at life like that, it's like you know two two opposites. So there's things that can be done very quickly in order to fix everything, and I just wanted to throw that one out there. And the fact that you know it's the kids we gotta we've got parents have got to get engaged at that level too. Find out how many how much five G you have in your schools. And the one thing that really jumped out at me. Well, it wasn't one but the but this one was the, the the statement mark um that they made that when Wuhan when they turned on the Wuhan system that was what was what the, the number? Where is that number? Was it twenty one yeah, twenty one million Chinese people turned off their five G phones. Twenty one million. I mean, that's insane. How could they? I mean, 21, they've got a lot of people there. You know, it's not like here in the States. I mean, they, they've got a lot of people there. So those people, and I'll tell you another little anecdotal thing. One day in chat, on the radio chat, this person comes in and says, yes, China. That was their sign-in. And... um So I saw it and I said, you're from China? Yes. And they had been listening to us for years. They had learned how to speak English listening to our channel, (laughs) which just tickled me. But the person I never did find out if it was a woman or a man, because they weren't there very long, a couple minutes, maybe five minutes, six minutes. Um, But they said that, you 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 people in america don't understand the chinese people governments come and go there's good and bad we just don't really deal with them so those people in in Wuhan even though you know they were they they were more let me see they were more inclined to think in terms of, whoa, that's not good, and get a rid of what they attribute. And remember, they know what we know. They know the dangers of these things just like we do. And they decided, 21 million of them, to just, just disassociate from that 5G system. And that's what we've got to do. We have got to disassociate. You've got to become aware of where these antennas are because I thought they had slowed down during the... uh lockdowns, but apparently no. So anyway, that's my little rant there. You want to say something here, Mark?
9: Yeah, so um, the the person who quoted that, or they were quoting um, Todd Callender, he, he's a uh, semi-big name. I mean, when you think of lawyers fighting this whole thing, you know, this uh, what Dr. Lee Merritt calls um, uh, DNA wars so check out her latest um interviews too so you could do that by going to Bitshoot and then newest first um because I, I think i want to audition uh later 5g shows of, of her recent stuff but um so we're, since we're on that topic uh i had sent um if people want to know sent nancy uh celeste Solom's interview from sarah westall there's two parts really good she did offer She seems to share uh, some scary stuff, but does give um, uh, practical applications, different simple things you can do. And then, I think I mentioned before on the show that she was attacked um, and got pretty sick early this year. And uh, I credit my um, intention group. Um, uh, We were using Lynn McTaggart's uh, healing techniques. Which, which are similar to Matrix Energetics, you know, sending energy non-locally, uh, focusing from the heart visualization. It's pretty easy to do. Um, I mean, not, not too different, but more um, honed down, comparing it to like a, a prayer circle. But pretty much several days <clears throat> after we did the intention healing, she got <clears throat> way better and then was just back on the, you know, webinar and blog train and interview circuit. Uh, the other one was Mark Steele. I found the interview through his uh, telegram. <clears throat> it was uh, March twenty fourth. That's his most recent one. It was like ninety minutes. So I'm looking forward to listening to that more. But going back to what you've been saying, uh, yeah, Todd Calendar is has helped the uh, military lawyer helped um, America's frontline doctors a lot through this whole thing, and uh, he's been on Sgt Report, which is a free downloadable podcast. Uh, I have a. Uh, uh, podcast app in my phone now get this I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before but you know I, I used um, app, the Apple default uh, podcast and then recently they just stopped like a month ago maybe month and a half recently stopped uploading controversial shows like uh, not controversial to me but just to you know the the average sleeper uh, Stu Peter show and Infowars they don't put their latest stuff on there anymore so then I, I looked at the app store and, and we're like, what's the second most popular podcast app? And then they have it you know, updated. So I, I know we all knew that was gonna happen. You use Apple, you, know, you expect to be, uh, um, what do you call it, limited. And of course, we're seeing this worldwide uh, with Russia. So to me, any company that's gone against them or, or took action Especially if you're in crypto like Coinbase did that. So it's like I'm getting out of Coinbase. <laughs> so um Mike Adams had recommended Exodus.com as far as like uh, putting it in your in your um computer and in, in, in your own and then even have a physical uh version of it. <clears throat> he goes over in his in his podcast. But uh, uh going back to what you're saying, um so it goes back to that Buckminster Fuller quote of um uh, don't fight the old system, build a new one, and like in the other cosmic reality shows that Walt says, um, the old system is, is perfect, running perfectly, doing what it was made to do, which is, you know, <laughs> what we've been experiencing the last few years, but as what Nancy has said since 76, you know, she's been aware this whole time of conspiracies and these things happening in the background, it's always been happening. So, <clears throat> the, the the word democide is is getting more uh, thrown around a lot. Edward Dowd, formerly of BlackRock, having gone in uh, uh, Bannon's War Room and, and, and Thomas Paine podcast, InfoWars, things like that, regarding the uh, massive um, deaths in third and fourth quarter. Um, actually, it was on recently, too, on InfoWars last week. I think it was Friday. I didn't listen to that yet. So people want to catch up on that, but... <clears throat> What was he saying? Oh yeah, democide. So the person who had used that months ago was Tony Pantoloresco, who's more on the material side of fighting this EMF nanotech war. Uh, Thirteen plus years. You know, check out his uh, podcast on Podbean. It depends, I think is the uh, name of it. If you want to search for for him, um, and he recently came out with a, uh how to block six G on on um, Rumble, I think it was. So so look for that as far as like. More tools in your toolbox um so regarding the democide thing and and he recently concluded this is, this is planet side uh it's a war against life <clears throat> and yeah if you look at you know because i i've mentioned numerous times the the essay called the invisible war in in the book called uh apocalypse culture back in the late 80s and it's a um bullet point of all these things that are being used against the populace. So the more you look into these operation, this, project, that, you know, these things are just routine. (laughs) Um, The population being used as an experiment. So I forget who said this. Um, It might have been Jared Rand. So he's a good listener. I listen to him weekly. But it it was commented that, um, I think SGT report mentioned it too, that Florida and California they were releasing a bunch of these GMO mosquitoes in large populated areas. Oh, yeah, it was Bards of War, his uh, podcast he does. Um, And these are being released in in large cities, obviously as an experiment. So I think the idea was to put different kinds of uh, diseases to the populace and see what happens. And this isn't anything new. We've known... Uh, mosquito releases, and you can blame the EPA. I suppose I should call them or something. But you also have this um, website, TruthForHealth.org, that um, the tape played at the last. Um, what was it? The last section of of that that uh, interview. Um, well, let me look, go back to my notes. So
0: that was tr- that was Truth for what was it?
9: TruthForHealth.org. Oh. Um, where the details, the, the highlights of that was um, you don't need a lawyer to file a criminal uh, complaint. They have a model blueprint layout that you can use. Um, so, and then you were mentioning us as being spiritual beings and um, even from a biohacking my, mitochondria perspective that uh, we're, we're bioelectrical also. And that these are the hidden laws of nature that, um, you know, as you listen to um, Todd Callender and and the the crew there, that, you know, a lot of these things have been known for a while. Um, So so Todd's been in a bunch of the other um, SGT SGT reports, uh, I think last month, and um, a couple this month. And... Um, who was it, Dr. Lee was the, was one of the other ones? So she did one recently on, I think I'm kind of all over the place, on the 23rd. Uh, I think it was in the letter half, too, where the detrimental effects of EMF were known since 1976. It was a declassified document she shared. Um, yeah, I, I don't have the exact, but it, it, it totally looked like a 70 document. So you go back to that... Um, Sgt report on on they t- they were talking about Fauci, D- uh, Dr Lee, and um uh, Todd calendar and it's in the last half that they they share the details of the document. I, I'll try to send it to Nancy and maybe she can post it. <clears throat> but uh, going back to what you're saying, so I know you said before that there's just so much to listen to and in how to keep up with that. Um, I have to disagree because we're doing quality over quantity, and there's a stratification of. Um, what do you call it um applicable and optimized results oriented data so to me it it it's who has the best info and in, and in how it could be what do you call it um uh, open source application and, and and decentralized so the best tools for one's toolbox but then universally applicable uh which means you know energy acknowledgement like you're saying um things about the quantum, the holographic, but you also got to acknowledge the material side. So it's a balance of these different worlds, you know, standing in these different circles. And so that's why I sent Nancy at the Mark Steele interview, where he is talking about um, good counter-offensives, especially in, in, in Britain and the UK, where, you know, 5G w- was first talked about. Um, but going back to my, to my notes where yeah the the part where where calendar was talking about millions of um Chinese shutting off their five g halloween of all you know of all times and and you're basically start trying to start a zombie movie so they had as obedient as as Chinese are you know the stereotype that they had the you know uh instinct to immediately shut off their 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 devices um let's see what else here um yeah, I think that's all I got so far, Nancy. I don't know if you want to comment on that. I need to get back to my notes
0: too. I wrote, wrote down. Um, yeah, I, I keep saying this. You got to give me. You give me so much information that I don't get it back. I don't get it out there. But the first word that you were described was democide. D e m o c i d e. Democide.
9: Yeah, the the definition of that is is death. Uh, basically, governments killing their their populace um th- that's the dictionary term but obviously experimentation is part of that okay yeah
0: planticide planticide Plant
9: is like the next <laughs> level up and so like <laughs> what's been happening over the decades with gmo stuff and this mosquito thing i mean gmo foods you know this mosquito thing constant experimentation I mean, the more you dig, the more that you see. Oh, there's this and this and this, and 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 everything is pretty much turned into a weapon against us. So, you know, what are you know, thank goodness for for Shungite and then your free shows that you give for <clears throat> all these years, and and that's the way to test is the test of time and of the um, I don't know if the word is Zeitgeist, but to kind of test the boundaries of your show. the the products you offer um, is what what happened the last two, three years. And when you interviewed Dr. Daniels back in, I think it was April 2020, and she was the only one so far to have revealed that, oh yeah, like clockwork every year, the medical industrial complex, the mafia and cartel, they kill over a million people a year. And there are two books that document this. um, Gary Null's Death by Medicine, and in her book, uh, Murder My Benison is No Accident. And by the way, she does have a free weekly podcast, um, Vitality Cycle, VitalityCycles.com, I think it is. Because Vimeo, of course, took her stuff down again. Uh, <laughs> Who didn't see that coming? But um, no, I mean, you've, you've interviewed her. I've talked about her, recommended her before. Um, she's even trained people like Dr. Andrew Coffin of MIT. So, and she's really important in this fight because <clears throat> and and her recent interview was just last week early last week on higher side chats really cool origin story app easy applications of different things of like when the, the medicine she uses the 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 things are are what slaves had used way back when that were tons better than what the indians used and what you know the the white people were using so it's a really cool story but the the reason why her uh, sorry hold on <clears throat> the reason why her um, approach is really important because she was put on a terrorist watch list I think like a maybe a no fly list or even just you can't employ this person and so she left the country so she's the perfect model and template for how to establish a decentralized uh, med- healing practice or medicine practice and this was decades ago. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know if you want to comment on that, Nancy.
0: Yeah, she's, she's the one that really opened my eyes to what was happening in the medical world because she explained the concept of standard of care. And since then, I've asked doctors and nurses who are alternatively sort of leaning now because of what they realize, um, And they openly are truthful, you know, I mean, but they always hesitate before they agreeing, because the standard of care is a required uh, protocol for certain symptoms. So you got these symptoms, this is what you do. And you have to follow that protocol regardless of whether it's working or not working with the patient, whether or not those symptoms might be something else. Because it's a legal document to keep the hospital and yourself from being sued. And so that was my question to those people. Do you follow the standard of care to a point where you know that people have been allowed to die because the standard of care was being followed? And every one of them said yes. So that's the key, is these people in the medical profession... Are terrified of losing their jobs and being sued, and if they follow that standard of care, even if the patient dies, well they're still safe, even if they knew that the patient was dying because of the standard of care they're still safe. It's just absolutely i mean it's so disgusting it's it's unreal um but she she once once I understood that, then the whole facade of the medical profession you know came to light. And I mean, I I just, I'm so grateful to her. Everybody should listen to her. And we have her, she did two, I think it was two shows with us. And uh, you can find that in the archives. Uh, I'm not sure how to tell you where they are, but they're there. Um, Somehow or another, we've got to make our archives more accessible because the number one place a podcast that our podcasts are being downloaded from is Apple Mark I mean by like 90% is is Apple and we had the same thing with Google where it was Google that was most of the podcasts were being downloaded through and then when they threw us off of YouTube uh, Google stopped showing our podcast and then it took about I'd say only more, no more than three weeks for people to find an alternative, which apparently is Apple. And so you're, the fact they're taking people down off of Apple Apple is unnerving. Um, Because right now we got 456 episodes up on the podcast system. You know, you'd hate to, but they're all in the archives. And the reason I'm saying this is that we keep archives. We keep the current archives. You can download them. You can listen to them there. There's always a photograph. You know, there's there's a link to go to the list of uh, like the description, more. You know, the things we talk about, and we might say we'll leave a we'll leave uh, the information a URL or address. Uh, uh, you know, down below. All of that is available on the archives. So just CosmicReality.com. And you go to the radio and you drop it down. You see the word archive. Go there. And that will give you the archives by week. And then going back to uh, 2017, I think. And then there's a link to go to the things that we had before 2017. So all of our shows are still available. And still... It's still relevant. That's what's so wild. I mean, I have a show that we play now called Cosmic Reality Chronicles. And I'm just going back. I started at 16, but then I went back to 15. And I'm doing one show, 52 shows, one after the other, playing them again because the things we were talking about there were setting up what we see now. And it's very, very interesting. It, It does give you a record of time in the current events we mentioned things that are happening you know so you can see you know what was happening then around in the environment the current affairs type of thing and also what we were engaged in and saying at that time so it's uh and, and we're not alone i you know i can only talk from my my perspective but there's so many other people out there that there's just so much information it's amazing and it's and it's It's relevant today, not just when we we originally did any of it. So if you do happen to lose the Apple podcast, we're, you know, if if, I don't know how much of the censoring is going on, but, you know, at least you can try uh, our archives on Weebly.com. That's who hosts us. If they dump us, then we'll have to rebuild and rebuild, you know, without any of those platforms expensive and difficult, but we'll be done, so we're not going to go anywhere. Um, yeah, those were the things I, I just thought when you were talking. Um,
9: don't you have an Odyssey channel?
0: I do, but I just... It, it's a matter of time. I don't have the time to keep... put. I've got Rumble, I've got BitChute, I've got them all. But the time to to get them up there, you know, do all these shows and stuff. I don't have it. I simply don't have it. So it's much more efficient for me to put them up as podcasts where, you know, 10,000 people a week are are downloading them versus trying to get them up there and make videos of them and all the, you know, I mean, I just, we do eight shows a week. That's eight at least eight hours of my time that I just don't Mm -hmm. have. And that's only for one station, never mind all. The
9: the reason I brought it up is because someone in the Shungat Reality Facebook group was asking, oh, where's the video of um, the RN that did the microscope of the the blood cells and using the S4 sticker in the before and after? And so if you can't put it on Odyssey, then can you put it somewhere on, on Cosmic Reality as a video?
0: Yes, I can. And you mentioned that last time, and I meant to do that, and I can't. I remembered, but I couldn't remember what, what, which one you were talking about. The iron on the blood, okay. Yeah, I'll
9: give you the date later. I'll, I'll message it to you. But my point for bringing that up is, I mean, this is just Shungite powder with silver, which is crazy cheap. Um, I mean, you don't even need that. You could just have, get Shungite rocks and keep it on you, like, three of them or nine of them. You know, as, as anyone who goes to the Shungite group, that, that's how you... "Quote unquote, not even disable. You're bi- biocompatibilizing, transmuting a 5G tower using nine rocks, and this is measured through biogeometry. That's that's Kat's um, uh, what do you call it? Her her um, application in LA, and and shared on the Shanghai Facebook group. And those two episodes of her talking about Shanghai and biogeometry are, are still up in in uh, metaphysical perspectives YouTube page. So people download that and and like post it in other um alternative uh <clears throat> social media while you can still uh yeah so i guess getting back to the sgt report um let me see yeah so a lot of stark commentary the one you chose to um share because no, i think you picked the right one because it gives people more again tools in the toolbox and sgt report is free to download and todd calendar and and the other doctors are also on there and then to hear especially of the the war at the at the southern border and like the stuff going on there that um the other guy was talking about was was pretty harrowing and then of course we know about the cell towers at schools and then calendar was saying that 5g is atop every school right now i mean uh, insane of course and uh that this was known since uh radars were being developed this this um these effects and and that was the other thing that the radiation is similar to to covid-19 and we go back to arthur Furstenberg, we did a podcast of his latest interview um which was i think late last year uh, the invisible rainbow that with each technological advancement you have these pandemics and outbreaks which again Goes and we did, the- we
0: did we did that um on 5g so you can go yeah. to the archives and what you want to do is you want to go to the underneath books and blogs and you're going to see 5g blog go there and you can go you can just go down and you'll find you know I forget if we knew the month or the, even the year but it's not that far back it might it's last year but not too so so you can find all of our Radio 5Gs and that archive. So, again, on cosmicreality.com, go to the books and blog tab. It'll go down, you'll see radio 5G archives. Go there and you'll have all of our shows. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I do.
9: Rec- no, I do. That's good. Uh, I do recommend that <clears throat> show because um, you could only, that that's from the Vaccine Choice Canada uh, bit shoot page that the interview was from. Uh... It's, it's a bit dated being you know late last year, but that's his latest that I saw at the time, which was just a few months ago we I think we we, we uh talked about him, and <clears throat> the Invisible Rainbow book is pretty thick, and then i I listened to almost half a dozen interviews and compared which one's the best one, and this one was because he he was answering stuff about the Franken shots and then about his place of residence and his take on different things from a perspective of where he's coming from. You know, with with um, I mean, he lives like in a pueblo in New Mexico, like a clay not hut, but you know, he he's very electro So, um, yeah, and of course, he has his own uh site. I think uh, we linked up to the the podcast of how you can help and uh, EMF awareness and and um, actions you can take. Um, but I also I I wrote down some highlights of the other um shows too. Let me see. Um Actually, this goes back to the one that you played around around uh, 29 minutes that the uh, Director of National Intelligence do, there was a document released um, in February of anomalous health incidents proving that Havana syndrome exists. So um I don't did you ever were you able to find that document, or if you knew about it beforehand?
0: I, I had heard about it, but okay. um, it, it wasn't something that I didn't know. I knew exactly what was happening when they were talking about it. So, you know, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that yeah. Was, that's such a little piece of the awfulness that, you know, I just didn't put the time in it.
9: Okay. Um, and so, Callender and, and uh, some of his crew was also in um, the other SGT report. Uh, podcast so on the 14th they were talking about how this this one was pretty No, I kind of knew this I heard about this but just to have it in documentation that La Quinta Columna, which Alana Freeland quotes Dr. Jane Ruby um, that when you listen to non-controversial content the radiation is normal on your phone but when it's controversial the radiation goes off the charts now if you want to read the English layout of that and, and the the um discovery you go to orwell.city uh and and i think this was the other thing i gave you that you didn't want to play but still had some good stuff of around the 14 minute mark of the uh uh, march 14th sgt report the the guy was talking about um graphene oxide with the proper um irradiation of it it can self-assemble to the graphene hydroxide which um was the nano razors and even other structures that this was a, a, a micro manufacturing breakthrough and that you can use uh, glutathione to get up most of it from, from your system and detox it? Uh, so, and the thing is, you don't need 5G to, to activate these things. You can The signals can be 1G, um, but the graphene oxide can multiply up to 30 times, he said. And these are signals like Morse code. And um, the patent does describe it. So same thing with the the shots. You know, you go to Karen Kingston's uh, interviews on Rumble. She lays out all the patents of all these things, not microchips, but these biosensors. Um, let's see what else. Oh, so that that one that sent you at around forty eight minutes, it was saying like you could take down a tire with a tower with less than five dollars, <laughs> and so it was saying with a gallon of gas and a match you know it's it melts the wire insulation obviously we don't condone or recommend that um it's just so much easier to like put in what do you call it nine nine shungite rocks and that's what i've been doing locally at at the different power lines that have all of these you know cell tower things so um there's this major intersection i live close to and there's a huge power line tower with all of these all these things. And I, I put in a bunch of Shanghai rocks there. So, you know, I can, I can pick up that. It's not as, I don't get as tense ar- around those kind of things. Um,
0: yeah. Let me just jump in here because when I first started out, I told people that 5G could not be stopped by Shanghai. And to, I still say that, you know, prior to February of 2020, that's true. But after that, there was a big, huge plasma ball that exploded. It came from the sky, exploded over the Shungite field. Now, this is – you can go to – oh, you can't go to RT.com. They've taken it down. (laughs) Uh, You can go back to February 21st, uh, 2020, any of our shows for the week after that. We were mentioning this situation, and you'll see the pictures – because um, we kept finding out more and more because the Russians were then reporting back to us and we found out more about it. But it essentially brought a new energy field to the energy field already there in Shunga, Russia, Karelia, Russia, Shunga Village, Karelia, Russia. And you have this change in the Shungite worldwide. It was upgraded. And we've taken biometric Readings of it, and it's tens of thousands of times more powerful. So, when Kat had the opportunity to throw shungite nuggets, her boyfriend said, Let's throw shungite in there. They had found that they were putting in the antennas, but they hadn't finished it. And so, the wiring was still there, was still a hole, and there was wiring visible. So, she they put three in the first one. She had biome- uh uh, geometric equipment to be able to read the field. The field was originally awful. She threw the three in there and it, and it was drastically changed. Um, the next time, the next hole they did, they decided that, well, if three is good, nine is better. So let's put the nine in there, but they did get the results with just the three. Um, the nine just is a bigger wave. Let's say it expands out a little more. Um, so that's where we got that. And I have no doubt in my mind that, Her modality is is true. So um, now I'm on the other side of that question. It's like it will protect you from 5G. But you're still getting a tremendous amount of energy. That's why when you when you did the the clearing there with the Shungite in your area, Mark, you said it wasn't as bad. But you're still feeling something because any time you got these wires around you, you're going to feel something. You know, even if it's biocompatible, what do we mean by biocompatible? It means that the signals coming in have been the, the, the rotation of those signals when they come off of the equipment is in a counter rotation to what a cell in your body is, is doing. And because it's more powerful than the bio cell it actually causes the cell to slow down, friction is occurring, and eventually the cell dies. That's that's what you're what you're incurring in these signals. When you've got shungite on you, around you or in the hole, then the signal is reversed. It just starts rotating in the other way, which is compatible with your energy field. But you're still getting a lot of energy coming into you. So your cells are essentially being they're rotating faster than what is optimal for them. And you're still in a state of dis-ease. But your body with the Shungite is is continually centering you and restabilizing you. But if you're living in this environment, this horrendous environment, it's like a continual battle. So if you can turn off your Wi-Fi in your house. Don't dab it in your car. You know, all the things, that the, the 3D activities that you are engaged in that people will tell you, just turn it off. Get away from it. I mean, when I have the television on and I turn it off, there's an intense like, oh, thank God it's off. Now, I, I watch it for certain reasons, but as far as an energy thing, even though this house has more shungite than most people will ever have, still... It was, it's a signal that is, I know it's not damaging me, but I just, it's, it's, it's a signal. It's like pressure on your body. You turn it off and all of a sudden that's gone. So turn off the stuff, you know, stay away from the Wi-Fi. Don't let your kids be playing with this stuff, especially toddlers. I mean, let get sensible about what you're doing. We're going to make changes, but right now we're in the midst of them. So don't damage your children. And yourselves and your pets by having all this stuff around you and thinking it's not doing anything. It's killing you, period. So, um,
9: there okay. is another option which, you know, we've covered in other shows where you can sort of use these things, but then you just biocompatibilize the energy. Like I see everywhere, I mean, you go here, like even popular spots like the mall or, um, video game stores where people have the, their AirPods, you know, the, the earphones without the wire, if you just paint S4 ink on it, that can do a whole lot. I mean, there's still the in, a high amount of energy running, but that that's at least the start. And for me, I, I got a uh, smart sticker <clears throat> for smart meters and put that in my phone years ago. Um, and and of course, you could just use an S4, but if you want to, like, Just go the full route i mean i i also have a cosmic silver uh shungite pendant on me so and and keep in mind that the the people making this like derek he's military and um even worked in secret projects so it's not like you know you can go back in the archives and listen to that stuff but it's not like he's just making this stuff up or like how is he measuring this um he has a life force meter he has an aura photography at his place so support his work, he does um, uh, remote healing sessions too on Skype. So, hopefully, one of these um, weeks we're going to do a live session with me and, and, and just show people how that happens. Plus, he has a scalar device for these things. So, you know, we're transitioning into um, the next earth and like how are we going to be relying on healing, uh, medicine, transformation. When these things have been proven to be unreliable for decades, I mean, even the history of Rockefeller medicine, when this all first started over a hundred years ago, the Flexner report, things like that I mean, that tells you right there he bans natural natural uh, approaches and then only the AMA and these chemicals that you can make money off of. <laughs>
0: but let, let let's just mention that it's mysticalwares.com you can go to that website and everything that we're talking about you can find there okay you, you you have it's a big website because he's got a lot of different offerings but just be patient and go shopping but put the shungite you know shungite nuggets you know you'll find out there's so much information you can be there for days um, the second thing is the concept of what did you say right after that uh Oh shoot! What were you just saying? <laughs> I on, was
9: promoting sh- uh, the the scalar stuff, and then Derek at another utility. Okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. The Rockefeller thing. Yeah. Um, I have this. I have this clip. Um, what time is it? Yeah, let me just play this clip because I played it before, but it is it really kind of like puts it into. It's only two minutes, so here I'm going to play it.
6: When it was discovered that drugs could be produced from petroleum, America's top oil mogul ordered his army of propagandists to invert reality accordingly. Medicines used for thousands of years were suddenly classified as alternative, while the new, petroleum-based, highly addictive, and patentable drugs were declared the gold standard. After buying a German pharmaceutical company that manufactured chemicals of war for Adolf Hitler, Rockefeller leveraged his political influence by pressing Congress to declare natural healing modalities. Unscientific quackery. Rockefeller then took control of the American Medical Association and began offering massive grants to top medical schools under the mandate that only his approved curriculum be taught. Any mention of the healing powers of herbs, plants, and diet was erased from most medical textbooks. Doctors and professors who objected to Rockefeller's plan were crucified by the media removed from the AMA and stripped of their license to teach and practice medicine. Those who dared to speak out were arrested in jail. When evidence began to emerge that petroleum-based medicines were causing cancer, Mr. Rockefeller founded the American Cancer Society through which he suppressed that information. John D. Rockefeller is duly credited as the founder of the pharmaceutical industry. And the reason that medical error is currently the third leading cause of death in America. This is not an indictment against doctors. More than anyone, they are under the stranglehold of the single largest lobbying power in Washington. Every year, the pharmaceutical industry spends at least twice the amount as big oil to influence laws, policies, and public perception. Thanks to Mr. Rockefeller, the architect of American monopolies, no industry has more power over our lives than big pharma.
0: And they have so much power over our lives that they put all these commercial on about pharmaceutical drugs that if you have a sk- skin rash, you can take this drug, but it might kill you. And you're going like, why would they put something out there like that? Because the pharmaceutical companies are paying the media companies the vast proportion of their advertising budget comes from pharmaceutical companies. So now the pharmaceutical companies can tell the media companies what they can and cannot talk about. That's how pervasive this whole thing is.
9: Yeah, but but it's worse than that. It's like a lot of the drugs are made in China and we're in economic war with them. So what crap are they putting? What else are they putting in, in these things that they're not putting on the label? Could easily be graphene oxide, could easily be nanotech, picotech, or femtotech, which is how many more uh, smaller. We already know that um, it, it's not just the uh, CCP to be blamed for, for the bioweapons labs worldwide. I mean, it all started in the U.S. And, and well, we, we're up to 46 <clears throat> biolabs now in um, Ukraine. So people check out you know, for updates on that. Uh, it, it's just hard to get... Um, solid news on these kinds of things. Uh, but getting back to, I think one of the, the clips you shared was uh, Prager. And I mean, I like Prager, but it's a little too old school for me, meaning um, he goes on this left-right thing, the leftist, but w- where is that originating from? Central bankers, you know, the the CFR, Committee of 300, WEF, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not a left and right thing. It's all centralized or decentralized you know that that's the division we're talking about of like are you in the old oh, world uh, or the new yeah. world
0: yeah i agree with you and we've only got a couple minutes left but what i was appreciating in his discussion was his concept of meaning because one of the things i find so kind of distressing is the fact that all these people out there that are following lockstep in line with what they're being told They have no meaning in their life, except to walk in lockstep. And it's very sad. I don't know how these people... I mean, I talked to one person that's sort of in that category, and she said, I'm just numb. And I said, you mean you walk around, you know, numb all day? you know?" And she said, yes, that's what it is. And so it's very sad that people aren't engaging in life as spiritual beings should. They're being... You know, put in these boxes and told to do this and that, and that's the only meaning they have in life is to follow this follow the leader and It's very sad't yeah, make part of everything
9: he didn't make good points on the pack the, the, the whole thing of environmentalism as a kind of uh religion, and it, it's a formula that cabal keeps going back to of saying publicly that they're, they're trying to save the planet in the guise of ruling it, and the whole inversion formula. Center of Disease Control is really population control. Department of Defense is Department of War. I mean, how many of these inversions do we need before we get a clue? So you see the body stacking up as per Dr. Daniels, over a million a year, that hasn't stopped.
0: And with that, we're gonna stop the show. We thank you so much for being here, be safe. And um, we'll see you next time. And remember the archives, you can hear all of our previous shows just by going to the archives. And that's go to Book and Blogs, drop it down, you'll see a blog, Radio 5G Archives, and they're all in there. Be safe, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Radio 5G, a production of CosmicReality.com. Thank you for listening.